The following sermon was preached at Christ Fellowship United Methodist Church in San Antonio, Texas. Well, happy anniversary. This is, uh, this is our anniversary. We've been together, me as your pastor, for a year now. Um, that got applause at the nine o'clock. <laughs> no, I thank you. But um, you know, we're we're past the honeymoon phase now, though, right? Um, but we've done some some good work uh, over the last twelve months. Frankly, a, a lot of it has been logistic. Uh, we've done substantial work in in reining in the budget and trying to shore up our giving and our expenses. Uh, along the way, we've hurdled a lot of uh, construction obstacles. Uh, we've got a couple of other bureaucratic things to push through, but, but one thing's for sure, we'll be out of Braun Hall before you know it. Um, and I'm excited about our new place, uh, and I'm sure you are too. You know, Braun Hall has been a great place to plant a church uh, temporarily. Do you know when you when you uh, um, go to the nursery or uh, Home Depot or Lowe's or somewhere and you and you buy plants uh, to plant in your yard and, and and things and you buy them in these containers. Somebody has planted those in a container, kind of constricts, but it, it but it's good for for starting that plant. When you take it home or take it to your garden or wherever you're going to plant it, and you plant it in new ground. New ground, and you fertilize it anew, and you water it, and, and the restriction of that plastic, or whatever it is, is gone, and it allows the plant to flourish. <coughs> and uh, I think Braun Hall has served us well uh, over not just the last year, but since the, the origins of this particular congregation, but at the same time, as we have grown and as we have matured, the, the, the confines of Braun Hall may have stifled us a bit, uh, somewhat. So uh, I'm excited. You know, I, I, I get that enthusiasm begins to wane at some point, and, and, and we're not sure <clears throat> about starting new ministries or, uh, uh, you know, in some cases, uh, continuing ministries but but now now that we know where we're going and we see some reality our dreams our plans are, are becoming that reality we've we've gotten to a place as a church now where where we don't have to say you know at some point in the future we're going to have a new church in a new location we don't have to we don't have to say that anymore now we can say Definitively, we're in the process of building a new church. So in this time, right now, really now, it is time to plan for that move. To plan for, for a shift to a new location. But, you know, that doesn't mean that we should lose focus on ministry, certainly, because after all, that's the whole reason for our move in the first place. But now we can, we can start developing with a new mindset, start developing or revamping our existing ministries with a purpose. 
And we have to be deliberate in that as we move forward and intentional as we move forward into this next phase of our journey. Now, I'd like for us all to start thinking about a couple of questions that uh, came up at our, our last administrative council meeting. I think they were good questions, but questions for us to ponder, to think about. One is, how and where are you serving God in the local church? The other is, how and where are you serving God outside of the local church? Both important and good questions for us to, to think about. Now, last week, we talked about dying, but living new life in Christ. We talked about grace. We're saved by the glorious grace of Jesus Christ. We respond to grace by living new life in Christ. That means doing things that sometimes don't fit in with the plans that we've made for ourselves. That means trusting in God. That means being willing to make sacrifices. We certainly saw that in today's reading. It's one of the most horrifying uh, stories in all of Scripture. Cindy asked me what, you know, what the Scripture reading was going to be this week. We were talking, I told her it was going to be Abraham sacrificing his son Isaac. She said, oh, that's a terrible story. And it is. It's, it's a horrifying story. Abraham, if you can imagine, Abraham is asked, to sacrifice his son, to offer his son as a, as a burnt offering. Now, honestly, back then, human sacrifices weren't unheard of. It would have been something Abraham was familiar with, but I don't think certainly he would have expected to be called upon to offer his son as an offering. But his trust ran very deep, Abraham's. Now, there are all kinds of ways in which we can try to make this story a little bit nicer, a little bit easier to hear. We can pretty it up by saying that, you know, Abraham never had any intention of sacrificing Isaac. He, he knew all along that God would step in and stop it. Maybe. Maybe that's true. It may, very well may be. And it may be that Abraham was, was trusting that God would stop it. Possibly. That may be his way of, of trusting God. He even said, I think it was in verse 8, when, when Isaac says to Abraham, you know, where's the lamb for the sacrifice? And Abraham says to him, God will provide the lamb. What else are you going to say at that point? But that's what he says. And in the end, though, in the end, Abraham ties up his son. And he gets ready to offer Isaac as a sacrifice. And of course, thankfully, God steps in and uh, stops the execution. But the trust that was placed in the Lord is, is almost impossible for us to imagine, impossible to believe. I think even if Abraham believed in the beginning... Even as they were heading out, if, if Abraham believed in the beginning that God would provide something to sacrifice other than Isaac, even if he believed that, Abraham went all the way through the motions of offering Isaac. If he believed, even in the beginning, if he believed that God would stop him, he went so far as to bind his son, lay him on the wood, take out a knife, 
and begin the sacrifice, that is a terrible game of chicken. I have to believe that Abraham was truly willing to sacrifice Isaac. I have to believe that Abraham trusted God, period. No matter what, Abraham trusted God. Not simply that God would stop the execution, but that God deserved Abraham's complete trust. God demanded Abraham's complete devotion. But God also showed compassion and mercy and stopped the sacrifice. Now, I got to visit with an old college buddy of mine um, that I hadn't seen in a long time. Uh, he's a colonel in the Air Force. He works in the Pentagon. Uh, you know, he's, he's one of these uh, uh, way on up there. He's testified before Congress, the whole thing. And uh, as I was going to meet him for lunch, um, I told my son Ethan that I was going to meet with you know, a top Pentagon official and have lunch with him. And Ethan said, oh, that's cool. Uh, and I said, uh, and Ethan wanted me to tell him all about him. And I said, well, he held you when you were a baby. Uh, and Ethan said, wow, that's, that's cool. Now, my friend was in San Antonio for a few days. Um, he, he was here for, I'm not exactly sure what reason he wouldn't tell me, top secret. Uh, but I did ask him. When we, when we finally got our schedules to match up on Friday, we had lunch together, and I asked him, I said, uh, are, are you in San Antonio on a bunch of top secret stuff? And he said, basically, yes, and no, I'm not telling you anything. I said, but can you at least give me a call and a heads up if we need to duck and cover? He said, sure, that he would, he would let us know that. And I don't want to divulge the, the details of our conversation, but, you know, we talked about a lot of the, the normal things that you would expect when a couple of guys hadn't seen each other for 20 years or so, or I guess 16 if he held Ethan when he was a baby. Um, but, we, you know, we talked about uh, uh, my recent health scare. We talked about uh, Cindy's recovery from breast cancer and our kids and his life in Washington, D.C., and and his possibilities of retirement and all the usual kind of stuff. But we also, we also talked about God. We talked about religion. We talked about military life. And one of the places that those two intersect, at least in our conversation, is in the area of, of trust. And that made me think of our reading today. See, my buddy, he... Uh, he could never really do his job without trusting in the intelligence that he receives. He could never do his job without trusting in the people that he serves with. And frankly, the, the million and a half men and women in the, in the armed forces could never be able to do their jobs if they didn't trust in my old college buddy. And make no mistake, Military life is, and military service isn't glamorous. Although I've never served in the military, I, I take my buddy's word for it. Um, yes, there's a lot of camaraderie. Uh, there's a, a tremendous sense of service to the country. There's also a very difficult side uh, to military service beyond even the, the physical difficulty and the physical demands being asked to 
take the life of another human being in war changes a person. Um, asking someone to remove the enemy from the battlefield is a command that, that, that nobody makes on their own. And as we celebrate our independence on this 4th of July, let us not forget to pray for those that have offered themselves and loved ones as a sacrifice. Abraham was asked to make a very specific sacrifice, to give his son as a burnt offering. And often on days such as Veterans Day and Memorial Day and, and even the 4th of July, we're grateful for the sacrifice of our military. But often we think of that sacrifice in terms of their willingness to lose their lives, their willingness to offer themselves for others, and in many cases, especially Memorial Day, those that never made it back from the battlefield. But today, as we, as we contemplate the sacrifice that Abram was at, Abraham was asked to make of his son Isaac, I also want us to remember not only the, the sacrifice of offering themselves, but also the sacrifice they make when they stand between us and the enemy willing to take a life. Now that may sound like a, 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 an odd proposition coming from a Christian preacher to honor those that are willing to take a life. It's a difficult thing. I want to share with you something that my buddy said to me in our conversation. I know he wouldn't mind me sharing this. He said, I didn't go in to mil into the military because I'm a warrior. I went into the military because I genuinely care about people, all people. I don't think he'd mind that I offered that. He didn't go into service, military service, because he's a warrior. He went into military service because he cares for all people. And someone willing to remove the enemy from the battlefield, someone threatening the world from the battlefield, that person offers a sacrifice that will undoubtedly haunt them and that they'll carry with them for the rest of their lives. That, among others, is a burden that we should not neglect to appreciate, that we should not neglect to recognize. And as we think about Abraham, as we think about those that have uh, secured and maintained our independence through sacrifice, don't neglect to be a living sacrifice for the sake of Jesus Christ. Remember earlier the, the two propositions that I asked. What are you doing to serve in the local church? And where and how are you serving outside of the local church? I'm not asking for sacrifice on the level of Abraham or our U.S. military. But if they are willing to make sacrifices for our freedom, yes, they, Abraham's and our military's willingness, are both responsible for our freedoms. Freedom to live as children of God and freedom to offer ourselves as a sacrifice, a living example of Christ in us, an opportunity to show the entire world, to show our community, 
to show our neighborhoods that we trust in God and that we're here to live our life in his glory so that the world may know our Savior, Jesus Christ. God bless you. We'd like to invite you to worship with us at Christ Fellowship United Methodist Church in San Antonio, Texas. Check us out on Facebook or visit our webpage at www.cfumcsa.org.